I'm Chanel Shaw. And I'm Katie Persia McGrady. And this is Ave Spotlight. Today we are visiting with Carolyn Pirtle, author of 10 Ways to Pray, A Catholic Guide for Drawing Closer to God, a new book in the McGrath Institute for Church Life Engaging Catholicism series. Carolyn shares with us ways to pray, tells us a little bit about how the book came about, and what some practical things we can do are to engage in our prayer life bit by bit, day by day. Just as a side note, Chanel was unable to be with us for this episode. We had a bit of a scheduling conflict when it came to getting the interview taken care of, but she is obviously still part of the show and will be back with us next week for another episode of Ave Spotlight. All right. Awesome. Well, Carolyn, thanks so much for joining us on Ave Spotlight. Thanks so much for having me. So, Carolyn, you've written a new book that I am a huge fan of, all about prayer uh, and ways to teach prayer. Why did you want to write this book? Yeah, so the McGrath Institute for Church Life is is where I'm fortunate enough to be a staff member. And we're actually, this is the first book in a new series called Engaging Catholicism. And it's basically all about kind of helping people get back to the basics of Christian prayer and doctrine. Um, My colleague Tim O'Malley has a new book coming out on the Eucharist. Um, that's the second book in our series. So we're kind of hitting the high points here. We're starting with prayer, moving to the Eucharist. And the purpose of this book really was just to give people a sense of um, a theology of prayer from the Christian tradition and mm. to root that theology of prayer in the liturgical celebration, and then to offer different ways that people can engage in their prayer life on a day-to-day basis. Do you think that this is a book that teachers, parents, youth ministers uh, would find very helpful? Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, I I have a lot of friends who are in various forms of active ministry. And, um, you know, they've all said, as they've kind of encountered the book, um, I've gotten a lot of feedback on on how practical it is, which was actually one of the main goals in writing it, was to just provide a very practical introduction to different forms of prayer that people might be familiar with, at least on one level, but might not feel comfortable kind of diving in for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, whether you are a parent who's trying to introduce your children to different ways of praying, or if you're a teacher in a Catholic middle school or high school, or you're a religious education um, instructor, um, or, you know, you, as you said, youth minister, different, you know, whatever your, your form of ministry might take, I think there's something in this for everybody. And, and even if it's just something that you're wanting to learn for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think we can all learn how to grow in prayer in different ways. And the hope is that this, this book provides a really, um, a really rich, but really practical way to do that. Yeah. I, what's your background, Carolyn? How did you arrive at the McGrath Institute and then eventually show up and say, hey, I, this prayer book is one that I want to write? Like, what's the story there? Yeah. So I I actually was trained as a classical pianist. Um, my bachelor's oh, wow. degree is in piano <laughs> performance. And then I studied music theory and composition. I grew up in Kansas. I went to Kansas State University and was really involved as a liturgical music minister. So I was a cantor from the time I was in middle school and then all throughout college. And um, I started accompanying for masses. And so I learned, I really 
fell in love with the liturgy um, based on my work as a liturgical musician. Mm-hmm. And then um, I came to Notre Dame for graduate school um, and was in the Master of Sacred Music program. Um, and so that's how I kind of became acquainted with the work of the Institute. I was involved in a program called Notre Dame Vision that's run out of the McGrath Institute for Church Life. And of course, I was the music director and the accompanist for that program. And so music was really my point of entry. And I, I came back to the Institute in 2012 um, after leaving for a few years to go do some work in Ireland and then in Chicago. Um, and when I came back to the Institute, um, you know, I was, I was basically doing work in liturgy and music and in theological aesthetics and, you know, just a bunch of different, um, things that kind of played to my strengths as a musician. Um, and in my work, you know, at the Center for Liturgy, Um, is how I kind of became acquainted with these different forms of prayer um, and with different ministers who were, you know, involved in trying to teach other people how to pray. Um, So that, you know, popular culture and devotional Catholicism became real areas of interest of mine. And when the time came to kind of figure out who was going to write the book, um, I had helped one of my colleagues in our communications department develop an ebook that was basically kind of the kernel of what became this book. Um, so there was kind of a, a little trial run, I guess, with that ebook that we that we made available through the McGrath Institute. Um, and then that that later became the book as it is now. Yeah. So it sounds like prayer and the study of prayer, the teaching of prayer, you know, worship. Uh, through music has been a huge anchor of your life. You know, with a book like this um, that is going to go out into the world and, and is a very practical resource, what would be a tip from the book uh, about building a prayer life for myself? You know, I'm a busy mom. I know a lot of our listeners, they're probably dropping their kids off at school or as they've downloaded the podcast, maybe they're cleaning around the house. Sometimes prayer is a hard thing to fit into life. What, what's a piece of practical advice you have to offer those folks? Whatever time you have to give to God is never time wasted. Mm. That would mm. that would be how I would characterize it. So, um, you know, whether it's even if it's just five minutes that you can steal for yourself, um, you know, I've I had done some a lot of research um, in these different forms of prayer, and some of these spiritual practitioners would say to you know in their writings um, recommending to parents, you know, even if you have to like lock yourself in the bathroom to get yourself <laughs> some privacy away from your kids for five minutes, um, you know, maybe it's during nap time or maybe it's while you're doing the dishes, um, whatever that wherever you can find that five minutes. Um, just start there. Start wherever you can. Um, the first, one of the first practices that's unpacked in the book is literally just praying the Lord's Prayer three times a day. And this practice of prayer is ancient. I mean, the first Christians in the first century, we have a record of the Christians, the Christian communities um, performing this practice of prayer where it's literally just saying the Lord's Prayer three times a day. Mm. So morning, noon, and night typically. Um, and, and that's a practice that if you were to do that, it would take less than five minutes of your day. But yeah. even that little amount of time given over to God, you know, that's like the five loaves and two fishes that we're able to offer to God, right? Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. you will multiply that in ways that you can never even imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even just like, it, it's building the muscle. Um, yes. You know, like, okay, I'll say the Our Father in the morning, at noon, and at night. Well, then I might end up starting to say it every hour of the day. It, it, it becomes something that not commonplace in habit, but 
a commonplace in habit, a good habit, at, at least in that sense. So we end our show every week, Carolyn, by asking our guests what a reason for your hope is for the week. Um, so for the upcoming week, if you need a second to think, I can answer. Um, but that's the question. What's a reason for your hope this week? So in South Bend, um, where the University of Notre Dame is, where I live and where I work, um, winter tends to hang on for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> and we live in what we call the permacloud. Like yep. we, the sun goes away for weeks at a time. And um, it can be really hard to hold on to hope in a South Bend winter. <laughs> um, and this past week, it, it was like when we turned the calendar over to March, it was like the sun came back. And mm. it started to warm up. And so just the return of the sun um, was a reason for me to hope this week. And then um, in the midst of that, too, I, I planted tulips for the first time ever this past October. And they're starting to come up now. Oh, wow. So I see that return of the sun and I see the return of nature, you know, the birds are starting to come back and you can just see these signs of life in the world of nature. And, um, that for me right now is just, it's just such a gift and a joy after another, you know, long winter, after a winter of isolation and being away from people, um, that has been a real reason for hope for me. That's awesome. That's a good reason. Um, I find that my mood is often affected by the weather as well, although ours is not nearly as permacloud down here. Um, my reason for my hope this week is super simple. My whole family is now vaccinated. So we have already kind of been in the bubble with each other, but now our bubble can slightly expand to the other vaccinated folks uh, like CDC recommends. And so we're our, a dear priest friend of ours is also vaccinated. So he's coming over on Thursday to do a house mass and uh, we're going to cook him dinner. And I just can't wait. Oh, that's uh, so exciting. To, yeah. To have, have some community beyond, you know, I love my family, but we, we could all, I think, use <laughs> some other faces to be oh. around. So we'll Carolyn, uh, where can folks find the book and follow you and the work of the McGrath Institute? Yeah, so the book is available through Ave Maria Press. So if you just go to their website and type in 10 Ways to Pray, you can order it directly from the publisher. It's also available on Amazon or wherever you can buy your books online. Um, and then I am on Twitter. I think my handle is <laughs> at Carolyn underscore Pirtle. Um, <laughs> you just type it in. I'm sure I will come up. Um, and then, you know, you can find me through the McGrath website, which is just mcgrath.nd.edu. Awesome. We'll have all of those links down in the show notes. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you so much.